0: Hello and welcome to this installment of the 2011 Fire Authors Podcast Series brought to you by Jones and Bartlett Learning. My name is Bill Kimball. I recently had the opportunity to speak with David Schottke about his involvement with the writing of Fundamentals of Firefighter Skills, 2nd Edition, as offered by Jones and Bartlett Learning. David Schottke has more than 30 years of professional experience in public safety. As a healthcare administrator, Dave has served as the manager of state and county-level regional medical programs in Michigan and Texas, state EMS director in Florida, the president of StatCare in Manchester, New Hampshire, and associate professor of the EMS degree program for the George Washington University in Washington, D.C. As a clinician and practitioner, Dave worked as a firefighter and paramedic in seven states throughout his career. He is currently a volunteer firefighter paramedic in Northern Virginia and the author of several fire and EMS textbooks published by Jones and Bartlett. Thanks for joining us today, Dave. Can you give our listeners a bit of background on yourself?
1: My name is Dave Schottke, and I'm the editor for the Fundamentals of Firefighting book done by Jones and Bartlett. And um, this is a project that we talked about for a good, bit of, a good while and then decided to finally go ahead in about 2002 or three or somewhere along in there. And part of the thought was that at that time there were very limited resources and we were trying to establish a textbook that would help to integrate the skills and be um, somewhat proactive in terms of making sure that we had modern trends listed in there and things that can be validated um, and, and try to get away from a singular method of doing things. David, can you tell us what themes, principles, or philosophical
0: approach you incorporated into your textbook and how this will differentiate the book from other available manuals?
1: One of the things that we've really tried to do is to develop a text that has some integrated themes in it. Um, safety, for instance, is one of those things that rather, it is mentioned and it's covered well in a special chapter. but it also we've tried very hard to integrate it throughout the whole text so that safety is mentioned when we talk about building construction, when we talk about personal protective equipment, when we talk about each phase of the firefighting sequence, Um, We try to incorporate that that safety component in the individual places so that when we start putting the skills together, we are at a point where all those skills come together and they are performed in a safe manner. Um, Part of the philosophy of a student is that you'll probably do something in the field somewhat the way you learn it, and if you learn without safety and try to tack that on at the end, it probably will not result in a safe fire ground. We need to develop that all the way through. So we've, we've tried to integrate that as a, a principle throughout the development of, of the uh, book. As a content expert in the area of structural
0: firefighting, what do you think are compelling reasons for instructors to switch to your book from other resources currently available?
1: One of the outstanding features uh, of, of this packet, I think, is really the fact that it's not just a textbook textbook, I think, is a, a wonderful textbook, and it does a good job by itself, but a textbook these days is such a, an incomplete thing, and I think one of the strongest things we have a, available today is that there's a complete package of materials that are are printed and can be handed out to students that can be covered via internet, uh, interactive resources, and instructor support things, which are very important um, to make sure that the instructor is presenting material that is, is correlated well with the text and reflects the content of the text so that there aren't discrepancies within that. And I think that's probably one of the very strong uh, reasons that this is a, I would recommend it to, to you as an instructor. Recommend that you take a chapter and look at it and, and just take take a, a chapter of your choice and look at it, see how the content fits, how it looks for your community, and see how well it covers the material, especially the standards, because we work very hard to try to make sure that all the applicable NFPA standards and other standards from OSHA and others are incorporated in there and mentioned so that the beginning firefighter knows what they are, even though the actual um, enforcement of that may be left up to other higher-ranking members within the department. One of the things I think is really um, useful within the book for the students is the near-miss reports, which are not made up by anybody. They're actual events that have occurred in actual fire departments. And I think they, they serve a wonderful job of, of being placed in chapters where that material is presented, of helping the, the student understand what happens um, if things are not done the way they should be done or if things go wrong. And so often a student can prevent um, bad outcomes by vicariously living through somebody else's and, and having learned what that is, and so I think that that is certainly one um, feature that that is very helpful for for switching. should point out too that there's there's a um, chapter that is dedicated just to safety that Pulls all this stuff and reemphasizes many things that have been presented before, but also presents safety as a very important initiative because, as students learn, that's how they tend to do in the field very often. And if this is established early, that can be important. Certainly, part of safety is a, a chapter on rehab. For many years, fire service felt that we were tough; we didn't need rehab, and that certainly has taken an increased um, weight and in importance in the in the last few years because. We realize firefighters are dying, not so much in fires, but they're dying from cardiovascular events, many times caused by exertion or overheating or trying to work too long. We also realize it's a team effort. One small group of two or three people cannot do everything that needs to be done, and there's time to back out, take a breather, get some fluids, be checked out medically before you go back. That's good rehab, and that's stressed very deliberately and intentionally. One of the things that we have tried very hard to do is to realize that many or most people who who use this book are beginning firefighters. And as such, their knowledge base with terminology and principles is not necessarily there. So we've tried very hard to, to write the book in a very readable fashion, but write it also in one so that if a person is starting out with the book, they do not get lost with, with terminology that hasn't been explained or with concepts that they don't understand. It should be uh, a person coming in off the street should be able to pick up a textbook, work their way through it with good instruction, and at the end come out with a, a, a person who is able to function according to those things that are presented in the book. Dave, what trends are
0: you seeing in this market, and how are those addressed in your program?
1: One other thing that we've tried very hard to do is to avoid using the words always and never. Sometimes in years past, fire services said, you always do this, you never do this. One of the trends we see now is people looking scientifically with studies done at NIST and other places like that, that to show us that, certain conditions change, which require firefighters to change. Also, when you look at the trends, we're seeing a huge change in building construction, from the older style construction that sometimes these days is called legacy construction, to lightweight construction, which is designed, if you will, um, to fail during fire conditions. It's not made to hold up to fire conditions, and as such, is, is a great danger to firefighters in or around a building where ceilings come down from above and floors collapse from underneath in in many of these lightweight constructed houses, but also to realize that there are times to enter when there's salvageable life and when it's safe enough to do so, and other times when there's not. And these conditions are are in a real state of dynamic change right now, and we try very hard to address these and to point out the changes that are occurring, and to point out that older firefighters may have one idea that they've been using for years, but it is cha- if it is changing, we've tried to point out why it's changing based on construction materials and uh, many other things like the the type of a load in a house, the combustible materials in a house are incredibly different from what they were 50 years ago when there was much more wood and natural fibers, and now everything is basically um, produced from petroleum, and as such, will revert back to petroleum when, it, when it's hit by a flame.
0: Well, thanks again, Dave. I really
1: appreciate you taking time to speak with us today. been my pleasure, and I'm happy to uh, appear before you in this form of communication. Well, that concludes this episode of the 2011 Fire
0: Authors Podcast Series. We've been speaking with David Schottke, Lead Editor for Fundamentals of Firefighter Skills, 2nd Edition, as offered by Jones & Bartlett Learning. To learn more about this textbook, or to request a complimentary review copy, visit go.jblearning.com fundamentals. That's go.jblearning.com fundamentals. Jones and Bartlett Learning, a division of Ascend Learning, is a world-leading provider of instructional assessment and learning performance management solutions to the secondary, post-secondary, and professional markets. To learn more about Jones and Bartlett Learning, visit the corporate website at www.jblearning.com.